Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Joy News Desk. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Coming up this morning, chaos on the Pokwasia Masaman stretch as some angry residents block highway over alleged killing of two residents. We have details for you this morning. Also this morning, United Nations Institute for Disarmament Baseline Assessment reveals high circulation of arms and weapons in West Africa. It's crucial around the world and it's crucial uh, in Africa. Uh, You're right and we're not naive about this. Disarmament is not in a good state right now. 
Plus, this morning, residents of Amansia protest bad roads in their community, threatening government will suffer the consequence at the bay as a ballot box in 2024 if it fails to fix the stretch before then. Well, business and more coming up in this bulletin. My name is Aisha Ibrahim to stay for details. There's chaos on the Pokwasa-Masaman stretch. Both inbound and outbound lanes of the highway have been blocked by angry residents. Unconfirmed reports available to Join News indicate that angry residents are protesting the death of two other residents. Join News has yet to ascertain the cause of the alleged deaths. In the meantime, though, here's a Facebook Live video shared by an eyewitness, uh, Van Boven. Let's take a look at that video. It's a little scary. Um, so I'm on top of one of the overhead passes, so I have an aerial view. But it has um, turned into a demonstration. I don't know if you can see from where I am. Do I have to zoom in? Okay. Zooming in a bit. Hopefully it's helpful. No, it's not. Uh, no, I don't think it's helpful. Okay. Again, pardon me. It's my first time doing a Facebook Live. But basically, they're not allowing, as you see, so the guys who are involved are on the left side of your screen. So their, their container shops are strung along this, the side of the pavement, yes? And they've blocked oncoming cars and are gonna, have gone ahead to block oncoming cars towards Accra. Those who are going to Accra and those who are from Accra heading towards Pokwase um, uh, and beyond, they block the road. Obviously, they're not happy with what the police are doing. Don't know what the police are doing, as I say. You can still see police car parked there. Can somebody, anybody, make this go viral so we can get the military police or the police? It will get out of hand. These people are known to... Basically, they're angry. I'm not sure what they're angry about, but we all know there's stress in the country. They may have a case. They may not. It's not for us to say. But if we're not careful, they'll start destroying property because they've yanked, they yanked billboards, like wooden billboards, and flew it across the street regardless of whether a car was coming or not. It is going to get out of hand. Yeah, it is looking like it's going to get out of Basically, they don't want anyone to come through. They're, they're just stopping traffic. If you see this vehicle, this red uh, pickup that's coming across, it's probably coming from a, a turning that is before the blocking. But nobody's coming, nobody's going. So those who are headed towards the, uh, Nkok, uh, sorry, in Sawom end have have seen, uh, I hope you can see what I'm doing, yeah. They've seen a spot where they can, or a, uh, a turning where they can use to bypass all that's happening. But those coming towards Accra, will have no chance they have no chance so this is removed and it's so many things they flung Ro uh, not rocks cement blocks uh wooden billboards planks doors basically just to make it difficult for you to want to drive through or even for the police to attempt to get help to lift these things off the road this is probably going to take all day these people are obstinate, they're angry, they're, they're majorly men, probably between their 20s and 30s, who, in, in, in spite of the fact that the police are stood right next to them, are flinging things across the street like 
you know, like there was nothing to it. And people are moving about, people are, are uh, people have their businesses. I am walking, for example, and so I had to just get away. I, I did an earlier, I did an earlier uh, Facebook Live and I had to stop because it didn't look safe. The police are armed though. The police who are standing there are heavily armed, but they are under 10. And these people are piling up in numbers. They are swelling. It, it's looking like a healthy or a good 50 of them now or more. So please, let's get, I, I'm sorry, I'm not wearing my sun, uh, my glasses, my regular glasses, so I can't read any comments if you're putting down any comments. But please just keep it going so we can, I think we need the military police or the military here because it is getting out of hand. The traffic is piling up. It is piling up and it's not healthy. People are going to work. Life must go on for others. Whilst um, others may not be happy with what's going on, I guess I say, I don't know what this is about. I couldn't even stop and ask because things were being flung all over and, I, and I'm not wearing my glasses so I can't see properly. So I didn't want to get caught in the acid wear crossfire. Anybody, please, if we can tag the Ghana police, Ghana military, military police to come down towards the, um, towards the town. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the town. I apologize. But it's headed towards uh, Pokwase or Ofanko. It's definitely before Ofanko. So I think it's the two, it's between the two foot bridges before Ofanko. I think I can say that confidently. It's between the two foot bridges. So you can see the first foot bridge because of where I'm standing. So my back is facing oncoming cars from Accra. So it's the first bridge is um, ahead of us. Um, and I'll say that the Melier, as it were, begins about 200 meters or 400 meters from the second bridge. I'm well, our reporters are heading to the area and we'll bring you updates on the situation there as and when we get those updates. Let's get on to other stories. The latest weapons and ammunition baseline assessment conducted by the UN Institute for Disarmament has uncovered the worrying trend of high ammunition circulating in Ghana and other West African countries and posing significant danger to peace and security. The West African sub-region has in recent times been grappling with the challenge of military takeovers and widespread activities of violent extremism, which is highly associated with the arms race confronting the region. In a bid to tackle the situation, the ECOWAS is exploring close collaboration with the UN Institute for Disarmament Research and stakeholders drawn from ECOWAS member states are converging in Accra to discuss the way forward. Director for UN Institute for Disarmament Research, Robin Guest, tells Joy News there is a direct bearing of arms circulation on the development of the West African sub-region. I think it's uh, crucial around the world. It's crucial uh, in Africa. Uh, you're right, and we're not naive about this. Disarmament is not in a good state right now. There's enormous competition, including military grade competition, of course, around the world, armed conflicts, uh, and so on. And uh, for us, of course, disarmament, you know, we don't look at it in isolation. It's connected to everything else. Conflict, disarmament issues are deeply interlinked with development issues. And I think, therefore, it's an issue that must concern us all. African governments, specifically those in the West Africa sub-region, such as um, ECOWAS member states, how can they effectively collaborate to you know, disarm and to move towards a regime of completely dealing with these issues of the infiltration of light weapons and all others? 
I mean, there are different layers and fora at the regional level, at the more local level, and uh, where we often work also at the multilateral level. And I think the answer is going to be a package deal. It can only happen uh, if you work at all of these levels, and they all interlink with one another. And that's really what we're trying to support as a UN think tank uh, entity. The multilateral level, linking it to regional efforts, understanding what is happening in countries, what are the specific problems that need solutions so that we don't have, you know, uh, lofty debates, but really problem-oriented debates, and then bringing it back to the multilateral level and hopefully integrating it into treaty discussions or even treaties and instruments mm. going forward. And let's talk about your initial findings. Uh, what are some of them and what are some of the key factors going into the engagement? Yeah, so we, since 2016, have been conducting uh, in West Africa weapons and ammunition management baseline assessments. And we found that Effective weapons and ammunition management in countries can do a great deal uh, in mitigating drivers of conflict and, and armed violence. And so we've developed a whole methodology and different tools that we bring to states, discuss with states, and then together we try to implement them in support of the states at the national national level, really with, with the uh, aim to enhance their weapons and ammunition management uh, policies. And I think that has worked quite well. This is why the collaboration has started in 2016 and is ongoing today in 2023. So I do think countries are benefiting from this collaboration and if anything, we hope to be expanding and continuing it in the future. Now, our chairperson of ECOWAS, Ahmed Tinubu, is accusing foreign entities of pumping billions of dollars to fuel tension and armed conflicts in the region. The Nigerian president indicated that these entities are being abetted by aspiring warlords who need to be checked immediately. He was speaking at the 78th United Nations General Assembly. Uh, that region is slugged and protected by true against violent extremists and the turmoil, a dark channel of inhuman commerce has formed. Along the route, everything is for sale. Men, women, and children are seen as chattel. Yet, thousands read the Sahara, hot and sand, and the Mediterranean cold death in search of a better life. At the same time, machineries and extremists with their lethal weapons and vile ideologies invade our region from the north. This harmful traffic undermines the peace and stability of the entire region. African nation will improve our economies so that our people do not risk their life to sweep the floors and streets of other nations. We also shall devote ourselves to disbanding extremist groups on our toes. Yet, to fully contain this threat, the international community must strengthen its commitment to arrest the flow of arms and violent people into West Africa. The fourth important aspect of this global trust and solidarity is to secure the continent's mineral-rich areas from plivering and conflicts. Many such areas have become catacombs 
of misery and exploitation. The Democratic Republic of Congo has suffered this for decades, despite the strong UN presence there. What happened? The world economy owes the Republic of Congo much but gives are very little. The mayhem visited on resource-rich areas does not respect national boundaries. Sudan, Mali, Burkina Faso, Central African Republic, and the list grow on and on and on. The problem also knocked at Nigerians too. Foreign entities abetted by local criminals who aspire to be petty warlords have drafted thousands of people into servitude to illegally mine gold and other resources. Meanwhile, the Small Arms Commission of Ghana says although Ghana remains a relatively stable country, the continuous influx of ammunition and light weapons could jeopardize the security of the country. Um, I would say that in the first quarter of the year for Ghana, it's been relatively low, but after the first quarter, it has shot up by months. So as we are getting towards the end of the year, what we are worried about is that the figures might keep going up, and that is something that we are looking to prevent as a commission. Well, when you say it's going up, give us an idea of how the situation is. Um, I would say the situation is not the best, but thankfully for Ghana, it is not, um, let me say, as bad as other West African countries because we have a substantial level of peace and security in Ghana. But uh, we do not want it to get to the point where we are unable to control it and then it leads into conflict that would lead to loss of lives and other properties. So from what we've noticed, it appears that every month the numbers go up from the previous month. So for example, if say in the month of May we had about 15 cases involving small arms and light weapons, you realize that in the following month we have close to um, about 20. Um, um, the numbers are not very yes, specific precisely. though, it's just an estimate. Uh, yes. yes. We, sh- we should be concerned because uh, the issue is around us. You know, we do not have the issue directly in Ghana, but when you look at, let me say, our neighboring yeah. countries, the issue persists. And if we do not take care and secure our borders, if we are not... Um, security-minded enough, we are going to have a, a, a strong influx of these weapons coming into the country, which we do not want. Um, the good thing is that we are all involved in this meeting. We have the national security in the meeting. We have the National um, Commission on Small Arms and Light Weapons. We also have the firearms division of the Ghana Police Service all in this conference. So it's something that we are working together to prevent. 
Let's take on security and go back to our earlier story on chaos at Pokwase. The police has responded and it says that it has restored law and order and security at Ofanko following a riot which resulted in the burning of ties and blocking of public roads. This investigation so far indicates the riot was in relation to a land litigation matter. Police has since strengthened security in the area and the road has been open to normal traffic flow. Investigations continue to get the per- uh, perpetrators arrested in order to face justice. The uh, Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, has uh, complained about what it describes as intimidation by the Ghana Revenue Authority. Let's take you live to a press conference being held by the association on these matters. Of Tema, and release them to them. The GRA cannot assign any cogent reason for the harassment of the traders in the Ashanti region, apart from their usual flimsy explanation that a central agent contributes only about 12% to the national revenue. They also claim that they do not understand why goods in Ashanti region are cheaper than those in greater Accra region, failing to recognize the simple fact that purchasing power and demand for goods and services in Accra are higher than any part of the country. Furthermore, the 12% tax contribution from Asante commensurate with the business activities in that region, as most of the corporate entities with branches in Ashante and other regions pay their taxes in national in the national capital, Accra, as well as payment of duties. Furthermore, I repeat, the 12% tax contribution from Ashanti commensurate with the business activities in that region, as most of the corporate entities with branches in Ashanti and other regions pay their taxes in the national capital, Accra, as well as payment of import duty. What we want the GRA to know is that Guta has no problem at all if GRA does does its due diligences at the port and collect the legitimate tax due it before the cargoes are released. I want to repeat here that what we want the GRA to know is that Guta has no problem at all if GRA does, does its due diligences at the port and collect the legitimate tax due it before the cargoes are released. However, we will no longer we will no longer tolerate any such act of intercepting our cargoes after leaving the port. If anything at all, the externalities of COVID-19 pandemic and geopolitics have affected the business community more and we can no longer entertain any abuse of authority from any quarter in carrying out our legitimate businesses. As if that is not enough, 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Terry also goes further to frustrate members of the business community, especially traders, by sending what they call invigilators to sit in our shops and monitor our sales as if we are in a police state which perceives business operators as criminals. With regard to the VAT invigilation, we detest the Rambo-style manner of infiltration and invasion of our privacy in our business premises by the GRE. What needs to be made clear is that the VAT system, which is a consumption tax, should be restructured to bring fairness, parity, simplicity, and affordability to ensure effective compliance as the only way forward to compel both the trader and the consumer to abide by the policy. We are emphasizing this because the existing structure as it is now is in three forms, which is not uniform. Because in our markets, there are traders who charge the standard rate system of about 22%. There are also those who charge the flat rate system of 4%. And those who are made not to charge the VAT at all due to the threshold limit. All these group of traders are operating in the same vicinity. 
In this circumstance, the consumer uses his or her discretion as he or she is not under any obligation. Where it is a consumption tax, there's no compulsion on the part of the consuming public as a policy to demand VAT invoices. And they have their discretion and their choice to buy from those who are not registered um, to pay the VAT. So those who have registered duly um, to charge the VAT are being victims. And that we haven't put any proper system to make sure that once we register to pay um, to charge the VAT, we are also being patronized by the consuming public. The policy is very bad. It needs to be restructured. And we are not going to allow ourselves upon our pupils for manipulation. What the DRA must also know is that it is the business community that constitutes the economy without which there will be no economy. With or without DRA, businesses will continue to exist. But DRA cannot exist without the business, the business community. Therefore, they must see the need to work with us as partners in national development, but not to behave in this manner in their quest for meeting the revenue target set for them. In any case, all the revenue targets that have been set for GRA have been met continuously for four, four years. means that the trading community are not doing badly. The importers are paying their dues. So we should not be perceived as um, um, a bad um, citizens or otherwise. We are doing our best. When they behave in this manner, in their quest of meeting the revenue targets set for them by the government, they end up collapsing businesses and eventually collapsing the economy, which we as business operators won't allow because we are equal stakeholders as far as corporate Ghana is concerned. We will also do everything in our whole to protect our business capital and cannot be held in servitude with any unfair and unjust policy under this democratic, democratic dispensation. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe you will agree, agree with me that democracy is, is government of the people, for the people, and by the people, so must be treated as such. We are by this press conference resolved that until the right structures are put in place for the VAT system to ensure proper compliance and also proper due diligences being done at the port for legitimate clearance of goods, we are not going to play victims and align ourselves as pupils to be played but resist henceforth any further attempt of harassment from any quarter. I want to take this again. That we are by this press conference resolved that until the right structures are put in place for the VAT system to ensure proper compliance 
and also proper due diligences being done at the port for legitimate clearance of goods, we are not going to play victims and allowing ourselves as pupils to be played, but press, but resist. Henceforth, any further attempt of harassment from any quarter coming from DRE. We therefore entreat any trader who encounters such intimidation and harassment to first and foremost resist and report to the leadership of the trading community. We thank you this morning and your questions um, will be received. Thank you. You have a Guta president addressing that press conference, accusing the GRE of intimidation. Let's take you back to Pokwase, where there is seeming chaos. The police has, in the last few minutes, said assured that it has restored law and order. Our colleague uh, Mbura, Samuel Mbura, is in the area. He will be telling us what the situation is right now. Mbura, um, the police says it has restored calm in that area. You are there now. What's the situation? Aggrieved uh, residents here at Ofanko Timber Market, they have a concern that has to do with the land ownership. We, what we are gathering is that the landowners have come to evict them from this site at the Ofanko um, Timber Market here uh, around Achimota. So um, they are resisting that particular attempt to remove them from the land, and that is what has created this uh, chaos. So you can see that they are not quite happy about the situation. We've had the police from the Greater Accra region and then um, Tessano coming to calm the tension. What we understand now is that one person is injured and another person is in critical uh, situation now. But as we speak now, the situation has been calmed, uh, but it's generating traffic here. But let me try and find out from them why they are doing that. Uh, hello, I'm Pacho. I uh, Asha, what he's saying to wait is that um, the landowners um, came to take money from them, yet demanding that they should be evicted, a reason they are resisting. The claim is that some land guards, some land guards came here, attacked them, and even opened fire or fire on some of the 
uh, people here, according to them, two have been shot and then they are reportedly dead. But the information that we have gathered is that one person uh, has died and one in critical situation. But let me also find out from you. Yeah, <laughs> So the occupants here are worried that the land gas people may come back to attack them. All what they are asking for is security protection. At the moment, there is a crucial meeting between the Ghana Police Service and the leadership of the, um, the occupants of this land at the Tima market here at Ofanko uh, area. So what they are saying is that they have been taking rent from them. The lady is alleging that they pay like 5,000 cities every month to the landowners. Yes, they have come to evict them. A reason they are resisting the, um, the, the eviction. So they are not quite happy about the situation. Some of them have actually locked their shop, uh, shops and then they have called on the street to register their displeasure about the whole situation. Uh, per their accounts, two people have been shot dead, another person in critical condition, and then currently receiving um, some treatment at the hospital. But the police have not confirmed that to us yet. Uh, but according to them, the shooting is coming from the land guards, but not the police, because the, the owner of the land came here earlier with some land guards who opened fire on them, leading to two of their colleagues uh, reportedly dead and one person injured. Leave the, the, the place. The claim is that the owner of the land 
wants to let it out to a private developer to evolve the area. She has come to evict them from the, the area. And they have documentation to prove that they have actually uh, paid the rent. So at the moment, they can't. Mbura, have they lodged a complaint with the police uh, regarding uh, these uh, incidents, uh, knowing very well that these activities of land guards are, uh, have been criminalized? Yeah, this is the first time, according to the occupants here, the land guards have come to harass them. That's the first time, per what they are saying. So they were actually shocked that, despite the fact that they have paid for the rent from the owner, they have, the, the owner has decided to come in with the land guards to attack them. They were not expecting it, and when it actually came, it was a tussle uh, between them. So from here, they are demanding that the police will give them maximum protection so that the incident will not be repeated. At the moment, we have police officers with the FPU uh, car stationed to ensure that the situation does not uh, escalate. Uh, so gradually uh, dispersing the crowd, but you can see that people are not happy here about how the entire situation is. So they have closed their shops in protest, and they are also demanding justice for their colleagues that have been uh, reportedly um, uh, killed, and then some of them also sustaining uh, some injuries. So that is the situation on the grounds now. In your shots, you've seen that they are gathered, they're discussing among themselves as to what to do. I earlier spoke with the chairman of the the, the people around here or the occupants of uh, the timber market and they say that they will ensure that all the situation or the challenge um, is, is resolved but they wouldn't want to give the lands out because they have duly paid for it. Ma Madam, what are you rent? The problem is say yeah, you see you rent land and you have also and as a sira, yeah, they will cut you go so high dying now. Chiaka like that be also just first no genie year says so genie monthly monthly. So you cheer says and so no memory and you'll be a nebia over for that maybe I was a trader now room and so maybe any pan crown or a quabble was here or the aquafania fellow about the tongue when you be a chair lunch and napataka. When you do so, I hear Juma, the bear about today. You know, near some, you cheer, the bear was in the crest of the Langas Nebana, almost all my saying. Omodos, Langas for the dos, no mukura too. Omkit at you, the Okita, Omkit at you, and to know with me, Kumo, you know, Nipa say, Kunipa, Omo pray and penny barco, and now by a barco son and nine, nay and penny son and feet, a tunic and feet. And about Coso or the Aquala or the Aquala chum on the Sunimotum, and about Coso Mubu or Mubutunimotun Wu. Etamopayano, a dear Namoya, Muba, say, Moon, Moon, close in the Moon Free, and I said, Dear Pana, Sano Mopatre, by Antuni Passa, Uber so behind what I'm crying as over Tuna, Oman at time. So what I mean is a Nipam Yuna, Yashutiakumo, dear Wono, dear Wono, a one. Ena dia wo wo nga pranom ye tre ye mpeni pa peni pa o dey ano an etuo ni kan nfe ena another boy ono so ne nine and say na different one ono so so what you say dey no ni problem ya ni wa o ba ye mama ye mama ntinu asa dey ntina wo ya dey ano so wan kasa wa ma 
So she sells um, wood here at the Ofanko Timber Market, and she says uh, her, her situation or her narration is not different from her other colleagues that said they have paid or duly paid uh, the rent, yet the landowner is coming to evict them. So even though there are conflicting reports about the number of people that have been injured, the latest one we just heard from her is that one person has actually been shot and reportedly died as a result, but three people are injured, including one of their executives here at the timber market. Initially, there was a, a heavy traffic here at the Ofanko timber market. However, the police have been able to disperse the people and there's traffic flow from this stretch. So the traffic is not heavy as it used to be earlier. We still have the people uh, hanging around uh, to, in, in protest of the actions taken by the, the uh, landowner. We know that uh, the police wouldn't talk to us on record, but I tried engaging the deputy police, uh, uh, Greater Accra Regional Commander of the Ghana Police Service, uh, uh, DCOP Henry Otu. Uh, he said they are still finding or gathering their facts about the incident. They cannot tell us the number of people that have been injured and the number of people that have uh, died. But per the accounts from the eyewitness, one person reportedly dead, three people have sustained injured. But I can say that for now, CAM has returned to the Ofanko uh, timber market area. Um, Aisha. Samuel Mbura, he's our man monitoring this for us. Definitely we will hear from the police and we'll bring you that as and when they decide to speak on the matter. Let's move on to other stories. In a demonstration of frustration and determination, drivers in the Amansia area of the Ashanti region have sounded a direct warning to government regarding the deplorable state of their roads. With a resounding message of 2024 is coming. We have made up our minds. We will know what to do. These drivers issued an ultimatum. Fix the roads of faith our wealth in 2024. Mahmoud Mohamed Nuruddin has more. Drivers took to the street parking their vehicles in protest of government's seeming neglect of the deteriorating roads in the area. They are bitter about the deadly potholes and gullies which have exposed commuters to increasing robbery attacks as well as severe impact on economic activities. Kwabena say one of the drivers voiced the pain of his colleagues. As from an area, and the SNC of Vice President, Dr. Babu, the Vice President Mahmoud Baumia once visited this area and his vehicle got stuck on the road. He left the car behind. Gold in Ghana is mostly sourced from Mansu, but our roads are bad. This area is better, but if you move further, the roads there are bad. Most of the cars are not working, and as the passengers said it, it is difficult to get a car in the evening. Initially, we used to move passengers twice a day, but now we can't because you will suffer from body pains, and even the maintenance is expensive. We are pleading with the government, the deputy minister agreed and other MPs usually using this road, but we don't know what they are doing about the situation. We have complained enough and the meetings have been endless. He went on to warn that if the status quo remains unchanged, drivers may have no choice but to double transport fares to cover the swelling cost of maintaining their damaged vehicles.
Sir, I want to be on your baby or one one. Yeni had the brabbish and Samama, Rolla Ferno, near the twenty six. The bottle by two. The drivers highlighted a broken promise made by the president recounting a visit to a funeral where he assured the community that the road would be fixed within six months. The road is so bad to the extent that you are even afraid to get out your car for work. The community members themselves have had to hire a car to be conveying sand to help fix the road. Even as a driver, I refuse to pick up passengers after 5 p.m. because of the state of the road. So I am pleading with government to help fix the road. During the protest, drivers don red armbands and brandish placards bearing bold messages such as 2024 we go show NPP, Mansu Road 2 deserves asphalt, and also Mansu, do we have leaders? These messages resonated with the frustration of the drivers who feel their pleas have fallen on deaf ears for far too long. The drivers blocked key routes to stress the challenges of navigating those roads. The drivers are calling on government to fulfill their promise and urgently repair the roads or risks facing the consequences at the ballot box in 2024. <laughs> With the live on Joyney's desk, we'll take a break and bring your business shortly. fateful Monday after work and to my surprise I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room I had always suspected my wife I felt she had something doing with my little brother and I walked into a room one day and there they were making out and this is my blood brother. A husband who is a banker will not have sex with me 
because I denied him my ends. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved. And every problem has a solution. to prepare food for my husband to work all the time and then this shit of business all came about when a colleague of my husband decided to um, ask me to be preparing this sauce for them it never started as shit it was rather sauce priscilla cosby arthur recounts the beginning of a side business yes side business because this was never meant to be one Priscilla just enjoyed to cook and she was fulfilled when others enjoyed her meals, especially her sauces. Upon them convincing, Priscilla decided to go commercial. On TV, radio, online and on ground, the Joy Business Van is powered by Joy Business and supported by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank and MTN. What are we doing today? mining craze. Babies are being born, deformed. Their formation stages interrupted by poisonous minerals exposed by illegal mining. When it is deformed, you can't find the sexes of the baby. The placenta had a lot of mercury and lead. But those who seek gold continue to expose the toxins that nature wants hidden. Cadmium, lead, copper, mercury, they are of alarming concern. Why you bring it up there? They are mobilized into our water bodies, and that is where we get exposed to them. The country's water bodies have become lifeless. Across Ghana, they flow like a plague, polluting the sea with the venom of illegal mining. You need about 10 to 15 micrograms per deciliter in your blood, and you are in trouble. In this documentary, Irasso Sosoridoko and his team investigate how silently Ghanaians may be poisoned for gold. Poisoned for gold, coming soon.
Time now for business and small and medium scale businesses in Obuasi are expected to receive a major boost in their transactions as Anglo Gold Ashanti Ghana Limited and Absa Bank Ghana commit to improving the sector. Under a memorandum of understanding, the two companies are jointly undertaking four projects to assist businesses within the mines operational area in diversification and sustenance of the local economy. There's more in this report. The project will enhance the knowledge of digital economy and upskill of technical and vocational artisan skills. Senior Sustainability Manager at AGA Obasiman, Imano Beidu, says the company remains committed to creating a sustainable and inclusive future for the mining community. Under this partnership, Anglogo, Dasante and APSA will implement four unique and well-packaged projects that will transform the SME sector in Obuasi. First, we have the Business Acceleration and Sustainability Project, which is simply referred to as BAST. This project aims at strengthening capacity of SMEs. The second project is the Business Supply Chain Development Project, BSD. This project will develop the capacity of local businesses within Obuasi to improve their ability to secure and perform contracts by Anglogo Dashanti of Wasi Mine. The third Nana Chair is a Women in E-Commerce project. This project underscores our commitment to gender equity and equality. Finally, we have the Artisans to Entrepreneurship project, which is simply referred to as A to E. This initiative Nana Chair seeks to develop and enhance the skills of our youthful artisans in Obuasi. In Ghana, SMEs are the driving force of the country's economic growth, contributing 60% of the gross domestic products. Through the partnership, APSA Bank Ghana is seeking to develop strategic and innovative financial solutions to address challenges encountered by SMEs. Director of SME Agency Bank at APSA Bank Ghana, Audrey Abeka, highlighted some obligations to support the businesses. Tomorrow together, one story at a time, and of course our firm dedication to investing in businesses in collaboration with organizations with shared interests and mission like Anglo Gold Ghana. For a number of businesses, the project comes at the opportune time to complement their efforts. Andrew Jumose is secretary of the local contractors association in Obuasi. We eagerly anticipate its success in enhancing business capabilities and creating non-mining jobs, thereby contributing to the growth of our local economy. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Brightsquiku. Pan-African Technology Solutions provider CWG Ghana has stated it will continue to invest in the country to help drive government's agenda of expanding technology and digitalization. The company, which provides technology solutions to communication firms and financial institutions, among others, has maintained that leveling technology could help create jobs for thousands of Ghanaians. The company which began operations in Ghana 20 years ago has been able to increase its reach across various sectors of Ghana's economy, 
focusing on Pan-African System Solutions, CWG maintains that Africans can develop unique technologies to solve challenges facing the continent. Speaking at the company's 20th anniversary launch in Accra, Managing Director of CWG Ghana, Harriet Atram Yati, said the company will continue to explore new markets. We don't directly mention names because of corporate governance and we may have to seek permission before and we mention customers' names. But we have quite a number of customers, major telecoms in Ghana, some of the big banks in Ghana. We have supported them on their IT infrastructure, on enterprise solutions, applications, among others. And all these years we have been, I mean, we have some customers as old as when, um, as old as inception of CWG Ghana um, in 2003. Uh, we had a major bank as one of our first customers, and they are still with us today. Um, one of the telcos that we also acquired three years after incorporation is still a customer to CWG. And this is a testament that CWG indeed gives peace of mind. On his part, the chairman CWG Ghana, Austin Kwesi Okere, said it is important to create a competitive environment in the tech space to allow African tech companies to expand beyond their home countries. Our anchor customer, MTN, with whom we're doing a global annual revenue of $35 million, had selected Ghana as our West African hub. Obviously, they must have done very serious due diligence. So we latched on to that due diligence and followed them, being our biggest customer, by establishing CWG Ghana as our West Africa hub as well. And that's it for the business segment. And that's how we wrap up News Desk this morning. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Log on to myjohnline.com. There's more of the news there and updates of all the developing stories. If you go there, you will find stories including Attorney General to apply for daily trial of Nana Apia Mensa. You'll see many more stories on myjohnline.com. See you again at 12.